Welcome to another episode of the Frankie Lee Podcast. Our mission to empower others to break patterns, flip perspectives, so that together we have clarity, direction, and success way beyond what we ever previously thought possible. Here's your host, Frankie Lee. First things first, guys, before we get started with this podcast, do me a solid favor and subscribe to this on whatever platform you're listening to it right now. Whether that's YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, I'd appreciate if you just hit that subscribe button and it lets me know that the content that I'm putting out for you guys is hitting your ears at the right time. Much love. This podcast is sponsored by contentremover.com. So whether you're looking to remove any images, videos, search results, fake Instagram accounts, get in touch with us at contentremover.com. Welcome back to the Frankie Lee Podcast. Today, guys, you are lucky because I've got you an e-com banger. I know you love them, and I know you'll be fucking hyped for this one as much as I am. I've got the man here, Dylan Mullen, who took Happy Skin Co. from zero to $20 million in revenue inside two years. Dylan Mullen, welcome to the podcast, bro. Thanks for having me, bro. Uh, it's Name probably doesn't uh, carry the same weight as Robin Sharma, so it'll be uh, hard to follow, but I'll do my best. Mate, nah, Ro- yeah. do you know what? Rob- Robin's, a re- Robin's a really cool dude, man. I do, yeah. I do, uh, we're, we're recording it just after I released the uh, Robin Sharma podcast yeah, this yeah. week, but this will be out in another five, this, yeah, this will be out in like five or six episodes time. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Mate, I'm hyped to have you in here because obviously you've, ach- you've, you've achieved mm. a massive amount in, in the e-commerce mm. space in a, in a short period of time and are, what... And even talking to you mm. pre-roll, mm. just just hearing the insights and there's so many insights that I know mm. I know we're going to pull into this for for the audience that are going to get so much wisdom from it. But where I kind of want to start with you mm. is the fact of like, you know, you were originally working like in the corporate sector in the corporate job world. Yeah, man. Just give me g- 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 give me a feeling. You leave school, you mm-hmm. get into the corporate world. What we what were you kind of doing before you discovered ecom and like how did you kind of fall into this? Yeah, but it wasn't even that, man. I wasn't even straight out of school, bro. So there's been a full path all the way through school. I was actually um I did pretty well in school. I was generally like one of the top in my class. And just bro, when you're in school, particularly in Australia, I don't know if it's any different in the UK, bro. You don't when you think of like starting a business, it's like I'm going to be a hairdresser or a, a trader. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. you don't really fucking understand all the possibilities. So I was like, okay, I thought the thing I wanted to do since like 12 years old was be a lawyer, bro, because I thought I was smart. I wanted to wear a suit in the in the city every day, and I thought that was mad. And uh, I hated math, so I'm like, that's that's my best option. So I did that, got really good marks at school, went down to uni, and bro, I, t- I shit you not, like two weeks in. I was like, bro, I worked hard for like four or five years to get here and I hated it. Yeah. I'm like, let's just see how we go, bro. And then I was like, I got up, I was doing my assessments last night. Um, and like when you start an assessment the night before in high school, you start at 4 p.m., you finish at 10. But I was starting at 4 p.m., getting home from uni, starting at 4 p.m., finishing at 8 a.m. And I was driving down to Wollongong Uni with fucking no sleep, which is like an hour from Sydney, sh- trying not to fall asleep and crash my car on the way. And then I got up to the exams and I realized, fuck, am I really going to study for these exams? They're making me so depressed, bro, so down. I'm like, no way I'm going to put myself through this. So I, I dropped out. I deferred. I was doing a double degree of business and, and, and law. I was going to go back the next year and do law. But I just, I don't know what came over me, man. It was never anything I did before when I was at school. And I thought, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not going to do something that doesn't make me happy. I don't care about how much money I make. I'm just going to do something that's going to be a fun life. So I thought, I'm going to go do an acting class. Yeah. But when I did one acting class, loved it. Um, so I'm like, all right, like, and what again. type of acting were you thinking about getting into? Or screen acting, like I wasn't into theatres or plays or anything like that. So I went to an acting studio in the city in Sydney um, that specialised in, in film. We did some technique work that was on the stage, but it was really about film and becoming like a film and television actor. 
I did that for a few years and enjoyed it, man. Got an agent and then like you'd go and audition for all these big roles like Riverdale, bro. I got a call back for the show Riverdale for fucking Archie and you get, all, you get close and then like uh, I was like the final two for this action movie that was going to shoot in the jungles of Thailand. It was like a Jean-Claude Van Damme remake from the 70s. Yes. Yeah, and you get so close and you don't get it because like, okay, the dad has blue eyes and you don't look like this and like that's part of the game, bro. And I always knew that, but I realized... I want to take more control of my life, bro. And I actually thought, nah, I'm going to go back. Let me go, let me try corporate, work my way up and, and try it that way. And I did that. And I was in, I worked in sales, bro, business development and marketing for like. Business development. Oh my God, bro. bro if I've, I, done, I've done a business development role myself. Yeah. It was savage. Oh, oh bro, my God. I have so much respect for, for anyone who's doing cold calls or you're walking at the shop and the guy bloke comes up and you want to, you know, subscribe yeah, to yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm just like, sorry, mate. Like I feel like I get it. I know, but. Yeah, I just so much respect for that's one of the hardest jobs in the world, bro. To call one of the jobs, bro, it didn't matter like what you achieved in the day. The, the KPI was three and a half hours talk time on the phone. So that would take whether that took you 50 cold calls or 150 cold calls. You had to spend three and a half hours of, of and, your time on the phone. Here's the thing about that mm. KPI. That KPI is completely fucking pointless because oh, you're, you're, a, a talk time KPI is it's basically like saying just spend as much time on the phone as possible. Because my, my, yeah. my mate had that KPI mm-hmm. in England and what mm-hmm. he used to do was he used to he used to ring a number that that he knew was going to an answer phone yeah yeah, yeah. and then leave his call on yeah. and sit there just on the internet yeah so oh. he'd leave he'd leave he it looked like he'd been on the phone to this cunt for an hour yeah yeah, yeah. but he'd been on the answer machine Bro. everyone did that man we all had our tricks like every phone call he would take twenty seconds to hang up and they listen to your call sometimes though so you couldn't do that but what you do bro sometimes and it's so fucking dumb. like it's not driving any success for the business but you just get some guy and you'd call him and like the thing we were selling like we would saying like helping like like hairdressers but like little little small mum and dad businesses how to yeah, you know, yeah, market yeah, themselves yeah. a little bit better so invite them to events and pff, all that shit anyway and like you get some old guy and like you'd be having a good chat and you just bro you just chat to him for an hour and then go there's how that my work done for the day and get that off but yeah anyway got there realized this is a waste bro i hate this too i'm not gonna sit like i've always in in, in me i've always had this one thing and it's been a blessing and a curse i really think it's more of a blessing but i cannot do things i don't want to do it kills me inside, man, because I just know there's so much opportunity in the world to do what lights you up. And I've always known that from a very young age. It might have come across and manifested as being a little bit spoiled or um, like selfish at times in the, in the past. But I really think it was like I just always knew that I'm not going to put myself through something that doesn't make me happy. Um, so what I did, I, I had a mate, George, I actually worked with uh, at a gym, which, which was before corporate, which at, working at a gym was fine. But we were very similar, very hard worker, smart guy as well. And we got together and we said, look, bro, we see, we see all these e-commerce businesses succeeding. We're both two driven young guys. We're like, bro, let's, let's, let's start a business. So he came back. Um, he had a Europe trip. We came back. This would have been like mid-2017. Um, and we start to sit down and start talking. Okay, we know it's going to be e-com because why? We don't have 50 grand in the bank. Um, yeah. we've, we've both got maybe 10, 15 grand saved from working these last two years in corporate. That's all yeah. we had. And then we look and we identified, bro, like, okay, where do we want to be in e-commerce? And then we looked at some success stories from from australia it's, it's all in beauty man um look for, for example we we're talking about high smile before high smile like the goats of australian yeah, e-com yeah, if you ask yeah, me yeah, yeah. bondi sands look what they did and we and we realized bro if you can take a product that was traditionally done in like a salon or a clinic setting and and put it in a product where people can diy beauty from home and get similar results i love this you're, you're setting yourself up uh, for success so we did that and then bro from the from this from the first day we launched day one bro we, we probably spent 100 bucks on facebook ads 11 p.m., I'm in bed about to go to sleep, bro. I get a phone call from my mate. 
Um, he's like, dude, we just got our first sale. I'm like, no way, bro. I go over to his house, me in my pajamas, drive over, we crack a bottle of champagne. We're like, dude, this is the best day ever. Just, it just proves the point that this product, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, we didn't yeah. know, like we did, we asked for hundreds of people on the street. We'd stop randoms just, or friends, anyone I talked to, hey, what's your experience with laser hair removal? Why have you done it? Okay. Why did you stop? Was it too painful, too expensive? You couldn't bother going to the clinic. So we're chatting with all these people. And we thought we had a winner, but you don't know until you can actually sell something and someone actually pays you their money, you don't really know. The, mar- the market, this is what people people get so twisted, the market dictates mm-hmm. you, you, whether you've got something that's, yeah. that's, that's the best or not. Like, that's exactly right. You know, when you when you finally get to number one podcast, mm-hmm. the market has dictated that you deserve to fucking yeah, be there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You could sit there at number fucking... 372 yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and sit there and go oh I've worked so hard to get, I've got worked so hard why am I not number yeah. one but it's like nah the, you, you work harder because the market's telling you you haven't mm-hmm, 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 the mm-hmm. market always decides it's not just hard work bro you have to be able to be self aware and realise hey where are my shortcomings what can I do better and always be thinking how can I improve what can I change what can I try and not give up if it doesn't like for us it worked really quickly but if it doesn't work in a week or a month or a year if you're if, you're, if that's your purpose and you're calling don't give up on it or pivot bro Try something yeah, else. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, the point is, cheers. Second day, no sales, bro. Third, we're like, it's all good. We knew it would take time to build. Um, this we launched in April 2018. Our whole goal for the whole year was to earn enough money so we could quit our full-time jobs and work on this the whole year. Third day, we had our first influencer post. Bro, 7 o'clock, I was about to what go to- What influencer was it? Uh, it was, bro, this is how we killed it at the start. It was from uh, The Bachelor in Paradise, you know, the TV show. Yeah, we, got, yeah, we, got, we hit up all the reality yeah. stars. They did really well for us for a while. His name's Davey Lloyd. I don't right. know if you know him. Don't know him. Anyway, bro, he posted this photo. He didn't even have the product in it. It was just of his bold chest, like he, like you know, like, uh, before and after kind of thing. Like, hey, look at my smooth chest. Funny, like it was just a bit of banter, bro. We 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 between seven thirty when he posted and probably midnight, we made seven and a half grand. Our third day in business, wow. and this was. And bro, what was the cost of the actual influencer bro, post at the time? Just we sent him the product. Fucking good, in it, bro. <laughs> it was it was a bit lucky with yeah. him in particular because we sent him. He had about twenty k. We hit up a bunch of people, say, "Hey, this is our product. We'd love to send it to you. If you can do a pose and story, that'd be awesome." And he was actually a legend, bro. He said, "Yeah, no worries. Did it." We, as you know, when you launch things, it got delayed probably three, four weeks, and then we're finally launching. By the, and they were on TV four days a week, man. And by the time we launched, he had fifty thousand followers, and he's still like, you know what? I agreed to do a post just for the product, whatever. Did that, banged it out, seven and a half grand. The next day we made like five grand. So, bro, I get on Instagram, I DM every single person on the show. And now we've got a bit of cash in. And um, they're obviously seeing my work with people. One's like, okay, I'll do it for 200 bucks. One's like 500, 700. And we're like, bro, anyone we could get on, um, we'd work with them. Because that's the thing, like, it, it's changed now, man. Like, marketing changes so much. But the reason these reality influencers work so well for us, people don't understand. If you follow an influencer online, you might like their breakfast post or their, you know, you see them post every now and then. But, Bro, these people were inside people's living rooms for an hour a night, four days a week. Yeah. People really felt like they knew them, like they trusted them, and they were connected to them. So, yeah, bro, from there, boom, two weeks in, had to quit, had to quit our full-time jobs. And that, that's another funny thing, bro, like about when you start getting success and people really start to change their tune, bro. Bro, in my business that I was working in, that was a big corporate business, 500 employees in our office, um, while I'm building the business, they're all congratulating you, saying, yeah, that's really good. The day you launch, they call you in pull out your contract, they say, you see this line how it says you can't own a directorship in any other business? And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa bro, you, you guys knew I was building this business. When I'm building it, your congratulations and pats on the back and yeah, now I launch yeah, what you yeah, think yeah, I wasn't yeah, actually yeah. going to get there. So anyway, I quit it like a couple of days later, but yeah. It, it's amazing how that, that just comes down to jealousy though. Bro, 100%. 
As soon as you start getting success in anything, what I've learned in Australia from my personal journey Mm. is the fact of like, people support you. People, people first, Mm. this is how it works. This is how it's worked for me. I don't know. You tell me if it's the same for you, right? At the first, they doubted me. Mm. Then when I got to like 13 to 15, 15 to 20 podcasts, Mm. they started to back me Mm. and started to support me. Mm -hmm. Then I got to like 60 and then I started to get a little bit of hate and I'm like, Mm. hang on a minute, right? Like, why, why, why am I, why, what, what the fuck's this about? Yeah, like, bro. I'm trying to put value into the world, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, and, and, and I just didn't understand, I didn't understand it, but then someone was explaining to me, like, how this tall poppy syndrome started, time, yeah. it started kind of mm. in Australia type mm. thing. And it's kind of like, you know, when you start to, to see a bit of sunlight, people start to try and c- cut you down. It's mm. like, and... You know, I just I just see it with so many creators, and I was, uh, you know, I was talking to Juzzy about it. who yeah. has uh, Bread Gang TV yesterday. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like he he he's having success, and people are starting to shoot at yeah, him. Yeah, and, yeah. Like, you're having success, and people start shooting at you. And it's like this was your first taste of that because they never thought you were going to get exactly, to the point. bro. And and the funny thing is, man, six months later, who comes asking me for advice with their business? And yeah. just like, all right, look, I'll help you out. I'm not going to be the bitter, but it because what it does, it triggers something in them, bro. And you always have to check yourself if you feel yourself. And, and it's natural. It happens there. And it happens to me at times. You'll get that little trigger inside yourself of jealousy. Or you don't know what it is. You feel a little off. And then you realize, okay, wow, why am I feeling like that? It's because they're doing something that I want to do. And I know I should be doing it, but I haven't done it. So it'll make me feel something negative. And most people don't take a step back and you know, a set, check in with themselves and realize, why am I feeling this? They just go on the attack. Like when, so, I'm sure, bro, yeah. you tell me this. When you start posting content, you start, you know, recording to yourself, so many people start hating on you, but who you're trying to be and all this stuff. But yeah. half the time it's because they wish they could do that. Well, they, they can, but they so just don't. Th- this, 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 this is it, right? Mm. You're totally right about that, Dylan, right? It's like, and this is value for you guys. You've got to listen. You've got to put your ears around this. But the fact is, like, what Dylan's saying is true. Like, if you, if you, all it is, mm. is you are looking at, in a mirror when you look at someone yes, and you right. judge someone. You're looking in a mirror and that mirror is reflecting something that you want or something that you'd like to be or become. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you start to hate and resent that person. And you you don't even really know why, but you mm-hmm. start to feel mm-hmm. the fucking, ah, mm. I feel fucking, uh, fuck, mm-hmm. fuck Frankie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, you know, all these uh, people like Dylan, people like mm-hmm. myself, we might just be out here trying to help mm. raise raise the consciousness, trying mm. to help mm. other people raise up, like trying to inspire people. Absolutely. But like, then people will throw some throw some hit mm. shit at you. But all you, essentially all it is is when people do that is like they're saying, "Fuck, I'd like some of that myself. I don't quite know how to get there." Mm. But so it's easier to throw stones at you mm-hmm. than it is to fucking figure out something. Do you know what I'm saying? But it, it's all happening on a subconscious level. They don't even understand. I feel like. If they understood, a lot of people would identify and realize I don't want to do that. But I, I really, truly believe they don't even get to that point of understanding why I'm doing this and why I'm acting out. They don't really hate them. They're making you feel a certain way about yourself or what you're doing. And 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 it's the classic thing. I see so many people like, well, you would you would know with 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 your business. So many people cop hate and hate articles and all this all this stuff. But it's it sounds it sounds harsh, bro. But like the saying is so true. I've never met a hater doing better than me. Yeah. Like no one punches down, bro. No yeah. one's like, you know? So, so there was this, there was this guy, there was this guy from the Sunshine Coast who listened, listened to one of my e-commerce podcasts that mm. got like 90, I'd had like 90 long messages this long mm. saying about how much value someone got from the podcast. And he messaged, he, he wrote on my YouTube video, I, Frankie, you talk too much. Rah, 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 <laughs> and all this, and the other, rah, rah. I'm like, 
Oh yeah, that's a podcast. <laughs> but, but basically, I, did, I, did, I, I do the typical English yeah, thing. Yeah. I tell the geezer to fuck off. Right? Mm-hmm. In the YouTube comments, I don't care. Yeah, like, yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, like, I don't, I don't monetize, I'm not even monetized the podcast, so I don't care. It's not, yeah. it's not even a fucking business to me, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I just do it because I fucking love it, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. So I'm like, mate, this just, this just, I, I wrote something online, like, this is a reflection of how you feel internally. Don't, mm. like, what, va- what value is there in this to me? Now fuck off. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, don't yeah. listen to it then, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, if you yeah. don't, if you, if you don't, if you mm. don't get it. Mm. And I sent that comment and, and then I checked him out on Instagram. So I know who the geezer is. Yeah. Two weeks go by. Mm. I, I thought I left it open for him to respond. I get I get these three set three fake Instagram accounts set up, right? Bearing in mind, I can track these things and find out who's behind them anyway. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I don't need to track this because it's like I know the, and it's obvious. Oh, you're so rude! And he starts to he starts to come mm. at me. He starts to hate on me. Three different Instagrams commenting on all my posts. And I thought, mm. well, how has this guy got enough time to create three fake Instagram accounts yeah, to come bro. at me on social media? To 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 call to call me bald, which I'm like, mate, I love being bald. You think I didn't realize? Like, like, I love being. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I've called myself the bald geezer for a reason. Yeah, like, to, to, to say like to come at me and to come at me about the podcast, mm. and it's like the same thing that you experience. And it's like, yeah, how do these people get the time mm. and essence to do that when they could be putting their time into listening to content like mm. this, to listening to other content that might inspire them mm. to, to to kind of figure shit out, to kind of move the needle in mm. their life, and I just. It baffles me. It yeah. baffles me daily. But like, like you say, I, I, I live in the business of removing hate online. Mm. I look after people removing hate online, mm. and it's it's guys. When you hate on other people, it is just inherently showing you something that you need to fix within mm. yourself. It's got nothing to do with yeah. the other person. Like, bro, and I, and and I really don't like because I I believe I don't know what has created this you know big societal thing where everyone just is is let, like drawn to the negativity i don't want to judge the like people like it's these podcasts and like being truly honest with yourself is how you can identify these shortcomings in yourself and, and start to improve but i remember the, the the first daily mail daily mail article about us we did like i think it was the 12 million or whatever it was i can't remember which one was the first one we did and then you get going the, i just I, I really truly didn't care didn't but we go in the comments like oh it's probably bullshit no it doesn't work he's lying all this stuff and i'm just thinking like why like why is it like why do people go straight to that and I'm like if you even just read the whole article there's before and after like many before and after photos there that yeah, show yeah. that it worked and I just realized why do people just are so quick to, to hate and then someone's like oh it's probably not even all profit and then someone comes like like yeah obviously bro like it's still like a really good thing to achieve it's yeah, just, yeah yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, obviously there's not, pro- not yeah, obviously profit. it's not all profit <laughs> but at the end of the day mm. you know even if you even if you turn over twelve million mm. and it's six million in profit, yeah, yeah like yeah. you're still six million dollars, yeah, exactly. right? It's, it's, it's a great achievement mm-hmm. for a young man to achieve. Mm-hmm. Right, we should all celebrate that. Yeah, we should all celebrate each other. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's just an inherent thing. It happens in all countries, but well, oh, I just really need people to understand this: mm-hmm. that when you have any resentment towards myself or anyone else, it's just literally. You're, it's actually teaching you something if you want to look at it. Mm. It's teaching you about yourself. Mm. The, the reason why resentment creeps, creeps in, and I've had resentment for other people that were more successful than me in mm. the past, and the reason why resentment creeps in is because it's to self-identify within yourself that you've got some form of insecurity and some mm. shadow that you've got to lean into and fix, right? It's showing you something about yourself. Mm. It doesn't mean you're a bad person because we all have these shadows that need to answer but that is the reason why you're triggered. You're triggered because there's a shadow there that needs to be answered. And it's, that's it. It's the trigger. And I, I can speak to that 100%. I felt the same thing. And 
and and we were speaking previously just before we 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 went on and like a big theme in my life over the last year is purpose and 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 spending more of my time doing the things that light me up not you know i've created this successful business i need to be in the office 8am to 8pm every night and hustling on that so what kind of triggered it in me and i'd obviously never act out and send these messages to people but like i'd never get triggered by someone's business success i had i had a decent amount of that was that was not something that triggered me but for me something that would make me feel at times a little bit shit inside is like, okay, someone who was going and, and putting out all this content or speaking at more events than, than me and when starting a podcast and all these things I know I want to be doing. And because that was something yes. in the back of my head was eating me, that's why that yes. would trigger me. So I identified that and realized I'm in control. I can start to do these things. I celebrate those people for doing it and use it as inspiration rather than making it a negative thing. Yeah, 100% mm. me. Because like, like you said there about the... Um about the podcast thing, mm. you know, a lot of people that might hate on a certain podcast, whether mm. it's mine or other people's, it's like, you're only hating on it because probably you, you've always deeply wanted to set up a podcast yeah. or you'd love to be doing this. Mm. You can be doing it, mm. mm-hmm. but you have to massively back yourself and yep. put your money where your mouth is if you want to do it. Mm. And if you want to do it at a certain level in the podcast game, you've got to understand there's not much money in it at the start for a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And you have to front load it with a shitload of cash, cash mm. and time and effort. And you've seen the setup that I've got here mm. and everything else that people don't see. You have to mm-hmm. front load that. And there's and, no guarantees. And man. there's no guarantees that when you front load it, you're going you're gonna to have success um, but here's the thing. Enjoyment is success. Big time. Do do you enjoy... I enjoy having this conversation mm. with you. Mm. And I've been buzzing about having this conversation mm. with mm. you. And whether this monetizes in the future or not, I couldn't give a fuck. Because yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I enjoyed being present in this moment yeah, having yeah, this yeah. conversation. Yeah, yeah. People need to get more about that. More into... Because we, we were talking... Mm. Like, you're right. We were talking about before the podcast. We were talking about... We were talking about money... Mm-hmm. Um, which is which is such a touchy subject for mm. a lot of people, and obviously you've got a business now that turns over twenty million. Mm. And I was saying to you, like, what do you reckon it's worth if you wanted to d- 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 mm. sell it on? And all this, I mean, you gave me a figure, and I said to you, mm. the question I asked you was, how much money on a personal level do mm. you think that you need mm. to per year to kind of to kind mm. of to make you happy after mm. all this? And you gave you gave me your number, right? Mm. And that number for your happiness mm. was vastly different mm. to the amount of revenue you're turning over. Yeah, right? a lot less. Yeah. A hell of a lot yeah, less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to that, because I want people to understand from your perspective, mm. like what you've learned from mm. that, what you've really, really fundamentally learned from that. Yeah, man. Well, it's, uh, the big, a big theme of my life, and it's like I said before, just I, I can't do things that I don't want to do. And not that I don't love e-commerce. I love e-commerce and I, I love having the business, but it's like you can sometimes be... You, you, we make these artificial cages for ourselves and like you can be like a you're, you're trapped in your own success. I created this business or I created this content removable agency. I should be doing everything I can to grow this business um, because I've got this such a great opportunity and anyone else would kill to be in this, this space. But then you really reflect inside and realize, okay, yeah, that's great. I can hustle really hard and I can launch all these new products and skincare and launch into all these different retailers and I can do that and I can make this the next five to 10 years of my life. No worries. But life is short, man. Do you do you really want to be working in things when your gut's never wrong? Let me put it that way. Yeah, your gut, yeah. whether your head will be telling you, let's do this and there's a lot of money in this. But that aching, like that, that voice in your gut, in your soul that just pokes you every now and then. And you can try and ignore it and you can, and you can, you can ignore it for months or a year. But really, you know to, in your core what you should be doing. Um, and, and that's where I want to follow. That's what I want like the next five, ten years. Just be exploring purpose, man. Looking for what lights me up. 
And and what the biggest thing, bro, I could earn a fraction of what I'm earning. And if I'm waking up every day and only working on projects that I love, I'm happy, man. Yeah. Do you know what and, I mean? And from, from what I gathered from talking to you in, mm. in the pre-roll is the fact of like, you like you like that initial part building that brand mm. for the first 18 months getting it to getting it to a point where it's doing x amount of million mm. dollars in turnover mm. and then you'd probably like to sell the brand at that point yeah. right yeah and but you've identified that's what you'd like mm. to like mm-hmm. to do from now on yeah. because because you've been you've looked within and thought do you know what i don't want to be the guy with a 300 million dollar brand mm. because at the end of the day that's not going to make me happy having 200 staff having 50 staff all this kind of stuff is not going to ultimately fulfill my yeah. my purpose. And you, and you have to really remove your ego to do that as well because it's like, no, I want to be the CEO. I want to be, you know, I want to be able to like, but then you really check in with yourself, why, why do you want these things? Is it because you really want it and, it, and it and it's what you're on earth for and it's your path or because it's what society thinks is the good thing to do or it's what you should do and I just realized like, man, I'm, I need to, like you could go, you could walk across the road and get hit by a bus and, and be gone tomorrow, next yeah. week, next year, whatever. I just want to spend as much of my time with the people I love and the people I care about talking about things I enjoy, growth. Like the, some of the things that lights me up the most is talking about personal development. I mean, if I had all the money in the world, all I would do is read books and think, how can I implement them in my life? And then potentially how can I pass that wisdom on to other people to share that, bro? Because it's like a beautiful thing. If you can share a piece of content or a podcast, and I'm sure you get messages like this all the time that like... You're doing it because you enjoy it, but then the value that how good it makes you feel if someone says, "Hey, Frankie, this actually really helped me mate, change my life, bro." Hunt, mate, that that yeah. that's that's what, that's what I need people to understand. It's like that means the world to me, mm. right? That means the world to me. It means people are starting to understand that you know I, I create this content and cash and put my money mm. into it to create it. I'm a time and right? your time, bro, a lot of time, right? Yes, I would gen. I would have this conversation, mm. whether we were on the podcast or not. Mm. Me and you would have this conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I record it and put mm. it out in the public domain mm. to get to to try and help mm. people mm. level up the fucking life. Yeah, right? yeah, big that deal. lights me up. That's mm. my purpose. That's yeah. why I'm fucking here. It, all all I'd do all day if I could is just sit there reading books, like you say, yeah. putting out content, mm. trying to enrich people. This is why you know. Those me- when people take the time to write you a paragraph or message and it's mm. like you know this change uh, this made me realize this and this clicked for me that's fucking priceless yeah, you right. can't put you can't put a fucking price on that mm. and that to me is worth more than selling a product for fucking ninety nine dollars a month for. and but it's also as well I'm not coming out here to say money doesn't matter and I'm not everyone wants that like money buys money. freedom right yeah, yeah. but it's like okay we're 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 in a, a pretty um lucky position like. Now, if, if I was to start back where I was, I wouldn't just tell someone, honestly, my true advice wouldn't be, if you want to start, a, like, if you want to be a public speaker, which is one of the things I, I enjoy doing, I wouldn't say, okay, go and be a public speaker. Like, how are you really going to achieve that? But I look at what I did, was able to do with e-commerce and business, and I got into a business that was able to generate me enough money that now I can truly do whatever the fuck I want. And whether that takes you working a full-time job or working a part-time job <coughs> so you can have 20 hours a week yeah. to, to build your passion then go for it. But so many people are, are worried that like trying new things and, and, and failing or realizing I spent six months doing it and it wasn't for me is, is, is a waste of time. But bro, it's such an important part of the journey, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such yeah, an important yeah. part of the journey. People don't try things enough and, and, and they're scared of the judgment or the failure. But most of the time, it's not even that. It's, it's, all, in, it's all ego, bro. And it's the same for me. It's like if you become okay with trying these things and if it costs you six months and you hate it, dude, at least you know. Like with law. Yeah, I needed to follow that and see if 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 that was my calling, and then I realized pretty quickly 
It wasn't, but that's okay. You you should scratch every itch that you have in mm. life because when you when you scratch every itch that you have in life and you kind of really okay, I want to try fucking salsa dancing. So you go and try that. Oh, I want to try being a lawyer. So you go and try that. As long as you don't have this, what I term as a sunk cost fallacy, whereas just because you've invested a little piece of time in it, you stay, you stick at it mm. even when you know in your gut that it's not right for you anymore. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is 100% try everything mm-hmm. that you feel inclined to mm-hmm. try, mm-hmm. but don't stick at it any longer than no. you're inclined to stick at it for. Bro, just as important as trying the new things is knowing when to quit and yeah. quitting fast. Like that's one of the biggest things. Like if you like, if you really want to try as much as you can, you have to, and, and to me, Dude, some people have fucking spreadsheets and pros and cons. For me, it's just I know in my gut if it's for me or it's not. Yeah, and yeah, then just yeah, like yeah. learning and it's it's still a process. I'm by no means perfect. We're talking I, I really enjoy my life, but I mean no means exactly where I want to be. And the things that get me the closest is when I listen to what, what my gut's telling me and my my soul, my purpose, rather than what's my, my head and society and okay, this yeah. is where the money is or But for the analytical people out there, you can set yourself up when you're in a good headspace, you can set yourself up with frameworks to work from mm-hmm. what you will and won't accept in your life in certain areas, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then, the, then, then when you're trying to make a decision, you can default back to the framework that you've set up for yourself and you can, put, you can implement the framework when you're not in the best mind to make the decision or, oh, when, you're, or, or when you're making the decision emotionally, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can do this with, with like what you expect from the partner in your life. You yes. can do this from what you, from what you want to achieve. There's so many people I know mm. that are working beyond their monetary goal. So what mm. I mean by that is this. Their goal was five mil. Yeah. They're at 15 and they're miserable as fuck. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, your goal was five mil a year. Yeah. Why do, why do you need to earn 15 then? That's it. Well, your pr- lifestyle your mm. lifestyle doesn't your lifestyle doesn't even cost you 50 grand a month. Why the fuck do you need 15 mil a year for? Yeah, bro. You don't... Earning money... Money is a tool to be used, mm. right? A tool... To be used. Mm. If you're earning money and not using it as the tool it's designed. And you've got no time to use it either, bro, if you're doing that. Yeah. What's the point? It's pointless. Mm. It's pointless. You need, but you can, you can, there's infinite potential to earn what Mm. you want in life. And, and it's about knowing, knowing what do, what does my lifestyle cost? What do I need to, what do I need? Mm. What do I want for myself? Mm -hmm. Get that fucking mapped out. Yeah. Yeah, I bet, I bet you've got that mapped out clear. Of course. Because that's how you've identified Mm -hmm. and and said to me today about this other stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, because you know, oh, I don't want to go to there because that's, that's not my dream, mate. It's not. Mm. That's, that's that. Even though, even though you've probably done that with your gut, that is a framework. Exactly, and that, and that's one thing I really like what you said about how if you do have an analytical mind, you, there's there's a process and a way that you can you can make that work. For me, I don't even sometimes I do like obviously I write down my goals, but for me, I don't even these things happen. At, and it, my point is, it's different for everyone. One thing that I realized for me, big part of my last year, two years, is like okay, if I if I'm I've been able to achieve success and I've been able to change my life and and get to a point where I was slaving away working in a shit corporate job to now I have the freedom to to work when I want where I want you know I, I hire my best friends my brother my cousin like I've been able to do a lot of cool things and I realize okay now my part of my journey I'm in now is how can I I've been able to do that for myself and a lot of the things the changes I've had happened on a subconscious level or the daily practices that I did were maybe subconscious or they were conscious, but I didn't really break it down to myself because now I'm at the point I'm trying to break down what I do and some of the things that have helped me have success and be able to understand it in a way when I can teach that and explain it to another person because not everyone's going to do it just like me. But if I can 
Yeah, I just really love the way you articulate it. It doesn't have to be the same for everyone. Yeah, the yeah, way yeah, I yeah. say is how I do it. It doesn't have to be the way you do it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because like Lester Javalona, right? Mm-hmm. Massive, like massively successful f- for his age, for anybody in the world. You know, ter- he, ter- he turns over like five to ten million a year for his dropshipping mm. stores. Wicked. He's doing really fucking well. And he was showing me about his process about planning all this stuff and this that never and I was like yeah that's great but mm. that's not going to work that yeah. that's that won't work for me that's too much that's too much detail mm. I like I like pen and paper yep. rather I don't like you can you can put all this stuff on notion and spreadsheets and all that shit right but the the truth of a man comes out with pen and paper mm-hmm. the real truth mm-hmm. because you can put anything you like on a fucking spreadsheet yeah, and it right. looks great the truth comes out on a piece mm. of paper. Like, in, you, I've said this to people so many times. It's like, write down, write down the list of all your most audacious goals, mm. right? Then write down on, get, then open up the next page and be like, you've, two, you've got two pages open now. Mm. Top, who, who, who mm. is Frankie Lee? And write down who you actually are in this moment. Everything about you, who you actually are. Write down who the fuck you want to be on the next mm. page. Mm. And then, from the incongruences you see, if you've been radically honest with yourself, yeah. from the incongruences you see on each page, that tells you what you need to do to go from there to there. Mm, and then you can put the frameworks in place to go from mm. there to there. You can't do that until you've been radically honest with yourself. Absolutely. Nobody's sitting down with themselves and being radically honest about what they actually want. Mm. And you cannot hit a fucking target if you don't know where you're going. Yeah, big time. And it's, that's as simple as I see the, it. The thing is as well, but you said one thing, like you have to be radically honest. That's the thing. I think sometimes we think we're being honest and even I, I'm not too, I don't, I've, I've tried journaling. I'm not too much. Journal. I remember even sometimes fucking journaling, bro. I'll be journaling in my private journal for myself and I'm fucking lying, bro. What, what? Yes. I know I'm lying as I fucking do it. Like, why can't I be like, and I know, and that's like the point of, okay, my gut's there, but my head's not quite ready to accept it yet. Because once you accept it, you realize, oh shit, I'm not where I want to be in that part of my life. Whether it's if I want to be, for example, more patient or more calm or more organized, or if it's, I want to do this with my business, accept that you're not there. And, so, and like, this is where I want to be. And then just one step at a time, map it out. What does each step look like? And just Bang, get to step one, two, three, four. And then you'll end up there in six yeah. months, a year, two years, whatever it may what, be. What were the things that you found yourself lying about the most in your, when you were journaling? Just about uh, like the things that were making me happy. Like I thought, okay, because my business was doing yeah. this, this and this, I'm happy. But like I said, I talk about doing a podcast for two years, bro. I talk about putting out more content, speaking because I've like, I did acting and then business. So like obviously presenting, speaking, podcasting and like putting together performance and speaking to people, connecting personal development, all the things I love most. But bro, look at my Insta. I, I post and I, and I sometimes put it like a cap, but like I still haven't fucking done it, bro. Just being like, why haven't I done it? And make yeah. a plan to do it. And 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 I finally, I've, I've just had to employ someone to be part of, not like a personal brand team, but going to help produce the podcast and start creating content for me. Because okay, I'm not quite there where that's everything I do, but I've found a solution where I can still work in the yeah, businesses, yeah, 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 but get that done as well. So yeah, you have to you have to build like like again. <laughs> I've built a team to mm. produce this podcast. I've got a graphic mm. designer and a videographer at the moment mm. and I'll probably take on some more people along the track to do other things. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, like you have to fucking do mm. that. You have to mm. do that. And we're trying to up-level the content all the time. It's like, yeah, it's an investing in yourself. It's like, if you don't back yourself, mm. who the fuck are you going to back? Yeah, bro. It's, it, it's, but, but let me, let me just talk into something as well. Yeah. Like, I lie to myself. Mm-hmm. You lie to yourself. Mm-hmm. Everyone that listens to this mm-hmm. lies to themselves. Yeah. And the lies are simply shadows. 
and the lies aren't there to be judged. Mm-hmm. They're there to be observed and questions are there to be asked upon the lies that you tell to yourself. Mm. And the question to ask is this, where else does this show up in my life? And when you ask the question, where else does this show up in my life? You will get a flood of answers that mm. come into your head. You're probably getting them right now, mm. right? And these these questions, like these intelligent questions that you can ask yourself where you're radically honest with yourself, open up Pandora's box. And this is a beautiful thing mm. because at this point now, you've got a whole array of what you perceive as problems, but they're actually shadows that you can answer mm-hmm. and when you answer those shadows you can move and accentuate to where you want to get to yeah because you've because you're now because you're now becoming more and more your authentic self every time i get on this mic mate i become more and more yeah. frankie and, yeah. less and, and less and less the egotistical version of myself oh, that bro. i thought i was and it's the process like you said you've done 80 something episodes of the podcast and each one you get one percent better and bro it's so bad it's like I've, what i realized as well and it's being honest, like I'm being hypocritical in a way because like, I always encourage people, a lot of my kind of be like, back yourself, believe in yourself. You can change your life. Don't accept shit. Don't accept things you don't love. And then obviously, I'll be doing that in my own life. And obviously, I still really enjoy the things I'm doing. But there's so many other things. I re- and I'm just not doing it. I'm going to have to think to myself, why am I doing that? Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're all right to ask yourself why you're not doing it mm. and be radically honest with yourself. But, but what you can't do is what I've sometimes got in the habit of doing, mm. which is judging myself. And I'm like, yes, and, and I, mm. I do it all the time and I have to pull myself out of it. I'll, mm. I'll go into a stage. I'll have done four podcasts that week, had a fucking bang in time, mm. be it number fucking like five or yeah. nine or 10. And then I'll be like, oh, why am I not number one? Start judging myself. Yeah. And I'll be like, bang, put myself in a bad mood. It's like, you can't get, the only thing you need to understand is the fact of like, answer the shadow and create the activity mm-hmm. in your life yeah, yeah, yeah. that that makes that situation better. You can't just identify it and be like, yeah, yeah, cool, and not do anything about it. You said something as well that I 100% agree with as well. And like, sometimes like, you know, you get, you'll get asked all these questions or like you, people will see your success and then they'll come up to you and be like, so what, do, do you think you're special or something? And it's like, yeah, I do think I'm special. And like, you should think you're special too. If, like, I've, like, if you don't, think you're special then who is like if you don't back yourself who's going to back you and i don't mean it in a way to put other people down or say i'm better than you or i'm better than you i think i'm special and i believe i I was put on this earth to to achieve a good purpose and you should too yeah like that's the biggest thing man like back yourself and believe in yourself because like what you realize and and it it does take work and like a lot of people like if it doesn't happen to you like all right for one thing I'll, i'll explain it this way bro visualization and the law of attraction has changed my life big time i love this big time bro and like i remember i've always because i grew up with my mum and my grandparents i live and they're, they're irish like proper like irish live with my mum and my grandparents in a granny flat in the back of my grandparents house every night i'd fall asleep on my granddad's lap he'd carry me out surrounded by so much love i was never told i couldn't achieve anything encouraged right so that always that childhood built me up with a really good base of self-belief and then i remember bro even me and, and, and any of my friends will ask, or people from school, teachers, whatever, I've always had a lot of confidence and self-belief naturally. But even me, bro, having that base, I remember when I was acting and like you'd be auditioning and you get through these stages for these really cool roles and then like you think you can get it, but again, I'm lying to myself. I really think, nah, it's too big a dream. It's not going to happen to me. And then when I realized, looking back at my life, when I had been successful, I used to be a big daydreamer in school. 
and I just daydream about my goals or things I wanted to achieve. And, and what I was doing and I didn't quite realize yet was I was in a way practicing the law of attraction and visualizing. So when I realized that, I read The Secret like everyone does. And this was right before we launched Happy Skin Co. And then I was reading, okay, I'm, I've, I've kind of subconsciously done this all my life. I'm going to do it consciously now. And me and my business partner, George, we'd, we'd work on the business in the months before we launched. And then sometimes we'd crack a bottle of champagne, just like celebrate the small wins. We'd go out to the park across the road from his house and we'd just talk about what we're going to achieve. And, and it's moments, getting our first sale, then our first factory, our warehouse, first million dollars, whatever it may be. And then <laughs> I wish I could give it to people in a way you just have to trust the process, bro. And then one, once one little dream comes true, then the second little part. And like if you start visualizing for things and, and truly manifesting them and one by one they start coming true, you realize the power of this is infinite, but you really have to get to the place of believing. So what I do when I visualize, man, when I say I visualize, I don't visualize, I time travel. So when I'm there, I let myself feel the emotions, right? We're talking, the Oscars was the other day. I used to act. Obviously yeah. a, vis- a, a dream I had would be, I'd want to win an Oscar. So how I would visualize that now if I was in there, which is I didn't quite do it back then, but now with my experience of harnessing that, whether you believe in this or not, harnessing the, the energy of the universe and just being in that alignment and putting that energy out to the universe and attracting it back, what I would do now, I wouldn't just visualize myself and the winner is Dylan Mullen and then my speech. So what I'd do, I would break it down. I'd visualize how I got my agent and then I'd visualize the first couple films I did and then I'd Next thing on, I'm on a different film working and I bump into the director of the film, I end up winning the Oscar. I visualize that whole process. Oh, let's go out for dinner. I want to talk to you about this role. Yeah, you're visualizing the, the whole, whole thing. The whole journey to get there. But when I'm there, bro, I could be driving or I could be sitting in my dark room with my eyes closed, bro. I am, each visualization, it's not like a five, 10 minute thing that's a chore, bro. I am living these things out. Each step along the way, to, the Oscar might be the 10th thing, could go for half an hour, an hour, and I'm fucking living it, bro. There's tears in my eyes. I'm feeling the joy, the emotions. Yeah. And, bro, once you can harness the emotion with it, dude, like, it's just so powerful, man. Yeah. Like, if I could give that to everybody, I would. But just, I, it's my one thing that, the most important thing that I introduced into my life that helped it, it just increase the rate of success and change in my life. I visualize most days about where I want this podcast to go and how it's going to mm. get there. And I visualize about like standing in front of on, mm. in, in, on a stage and I'm speaking to thousands of people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I've, al- I've already experienced experiences with, 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 within, within boxing and being a trainer and that, mm-hmm. um, where I stood in front of like 14,000 people and I've walked out and I've heard the crowd and I've thought, and I've, so I know what that kind of feels like. So I can kind of put mm. that into context and imagine that, but for me, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And it's like, it's like y- you feel that. And there's, and there's been some fucking times, mate, when I've gone meditating, gone into mm-hmm. these deep visualizations where I've come out in, in tears. Right, yeah. Bec- because it makes me emotional mm-hmm. to think that that's it. But it's but one thing I've learned for myself as well as mm-hmm. what you've just said, and I hundred percent agree with you because it's all about. And I didn't realize this at the time, mm-hmm. but it's not about having a goal to get to a destination. No. It's about feeling into the journey of getting to pivotal points. Mm. And and to that as well, man. Like a lot of people will hear me say that, and they'll be like, "I don't believe in that stuff." Whatever. Okay, take all that side of it out. If you don't believe that, tell me this: if you're every day visualizing your goals you're feeling these moments of success you're experiencing these moments along the way i'm I'm visualizing like driving there who my date is where i sit you know all these different things if you're visualizing all these moments along the way of you exploring your path how is that not going to wake you up and you've got this fire in your belly how is it a bad thing exactly bro you feel passionate i'm pumped up i'm going to achieve that because i know i'm destined for it and that's just a matter of time till it happens 
So, bro, you do that and you're just going to be so much more energized within yourself anyway. What are some of the things that you've kind of visualized that have really popped off and come out into the world beyond your wildest dreams? Well, the the biggest one is obviously Happy Skin Co, man. Like our whole goal, like I said, was to get to the point where I could, where I could work full-time in that by the yeah. end of the year. Did we? I achieved five years' worth of goals in the first 18 to 24 months of Happy Skin Co because I really started visualizing like – and then, like speaking, one of the one thing actually, bro, and it just goes to show it doesn't things don't always happen the way you expect. One of my one of the biggest things have changed for me when I was in that corporate world and I started to explore the first ideas of e-commerce and digital marketing. Um, I was really into like Gary V content. Um, so that was a lot of things I watched a lot of lot, but I really watched a lot of Gary V content. And then I remember the year before I launched Happy Skin, you know how they 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 do on the events. You want to come have dinner with Gary V? And I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, all good. Well, the next year came around, we'd obviously been, been quite successful for, uh, with the business. So I thought I'd email them, um, the people that were bringing him out. And I said, hey, are you doing a dinner with Gary this year? I'd be interested. They're like, no, we're not. But Gary's doing this thing. He's never done it before. He doesn't do mentoring in small groups. He's doing this thing. He's going to do it with a bunch of Australians. Um, and you have to apply for it. Um, and there's going to be an opportunity to work with Gary. He's going to come to Sydney. You're going to spend three days with Gary in Sydney. Then a few months later, you're going to spend three days with Gary um, in, in London. And then at the end, you're going to come to New York in his offices and you're going to spend four days with him and his team there. She said, do you want to apply for that? I said, fucking earth, I do. So I put in an application, my, my thing. And obviously, the, the, the rate of success we got and the fact that I was in e-commerce and I was so young, he was, he was interested to, to like potentially mentor me. And then I said, like, okay, the first step is you send it to the people bringing him out. They approve it, goes on to the next step, which is Gary's team. They approved it. Next step before you can get accepted is Gary has to call and you have to have a chat with Gary. So, bro, they send me the number he's going to call off um, and they set a time and I get this phone call and it's like a, a New York number and I answer it and it's, he's like, hey, Dylan, what's up? It's Gary V. And I'm like, bro, do you know how many times I've visualized being in that room in his office where he shot it? I've been with him in that room where he shoots his podcast and his content. And then I did that, bro. Got a call. I got up, hang up. He's like, he loved the story. I'm so young. E-commerce, marketing, influences. He was heaps keen. He's like, yeah, sweet. Yeah, I'd love to have, have you a part of the experience because it just, he wanted to see, if, obviously, his time is limited. But, bro, I got to, that was a lifelong dream and I got to do that like two, two, two and a half years, two years into the business. That was something I clearly manifested. Being in that office, bro, I'd seen it so many times and I was there, man, shaking hands, gave me laughing, talking to D-Rock, whatever. And do you, what, do you feel, what do you feel when you got there? Did you get from it all that you had imagined and more yeah i did it, it wasn't like a and it's not that meeting him it's not like oh my god i'm like i don't care about shit like that it was just proof i'm standing in the beautiful offices in new york city i'm looking out at the view and it was just proof that everything i've ever dreamed of can come true and will come true if i keep yeah. backing myself and doing my thing i've not been mentored by gary v but i've spent mm. 10 20 minutes with him speaking to mm. him backstage of, an, of a success resources yeah. event in brisbane bro. yeah yeah He's he's a real nice fella. He's, mm. actu he's actually sometimes I think he goes fucking too far, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. with his content. Yeah, it yeah, sounds yeah. like hustle, grind, mm -hmm. fucking bleed out your mm -hmm. eyeball stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you meet him, he's 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 actually a lot more down to earth than what you than what you think. The, the thing I, re and, I and I and I get that man, and I, I I I get where how people think that. But like you spend enough time with him, he's only if that if you if you're complaining about where your life is, and you're not putting in any work to change it, then shut up, bro. 
Yeah, that's the that's the uh, that's the the thing people. Uh, but like, yeah. he, he says it in, and it's very intense. And I, I don't subscribe to everything he says. But the thing that struck me when I was with Gary, the first I'd met him once before at the Success Resources event. Yeah. Like, I love Michael Lane, and obviously yeah. he's at Forbes Australia yeah. now, which is yeah. awesome. But the, what I realized, bro, there was this. You know, you go to the VIP, you get the fucking take for whatever. Um, there's probably a hundred, two hundred people on the line. This was the year before, and like. You, you get to take your photo, you shake AV's hand, you talk to him for 10 seconds. And I realize this guy has just, you know, he's the, flown around the world, he's in, he's out, he's got to say hello to these 150 people. But bro, for those 20 seconds when I was talking to him, his full attention was on was on me. And that's the first time I'd experienced it at that level. And I realized that's why he's so great, bro. He has that ability to just understand people and connect. And like, bro, imagine how much shit he has gone on. Again, you're really good at that right now. I can feel it. But like, that was the first time in that, 10, set, 10, 20 second moment. They thought, fuck. Okay, I get it, man. Present, I like this dude. Presence. Yeah, bro. It's about not only having a presence of character in terms of like the way that you turn up to the world, mm. but it's about being present in the conversation that you're in so you can get the most out of it. Because mm. too many people I find are always, th- and it's not visualization. It's not mm. visualization. It's, 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 it's thinking about their future, mm-hmm. how their future is going to be, mm. but not in a way of visualization in terms of a way of like, oh, it's going to be like this. They're, they're thinking about things they're going to be doing in the future rather than being in that moment and enjoying that moment. Yes, Cause, man. Because it's not, it's not, yes, visualize. Mm-hmm. And there is a time and a place for the visualization, probably about half an hour to an hour a day of mm. visualization. I would fucking 100% back you 100%. Mm-hmm. But don't be visualizing while, whilst, wow. whilst you're in, right. whilst you're in the, because that's not true visualization. True visualization happens when you're synced alone and mm-hmm. present in that moment with the visualization. Mm-hmm. Not visualization where you want to be when you're trying to be present in the conversation with someone else that you should be in that moment with. Bro, and, and, it's, and it's the easiest thing to say, but it's the hardest thing to live in practice. But it's so true. If you, if you realize when you were the happiest, regardless of all the external, I had a, X amount of sales this day, or regardless of that external bullshit, when you realize when you're happiest, you'll catch yourself, but I'm having a great day, man. And why? It's like, because you are where your feet are. If you can just be in that moment yeah. and just whatever it is in your experience and you're not thinking about, bro, that is pure bliss. And like, whether it's yeah. meditation or whatever it is to get there, like, if you can be where your feet are and that's it, it's so happy, man. My mate rings me the other day. He goes to me, oh, this person's fucked me. This business has mm. fucked me. I was like, well, Barbara, slow down. Everything that's happening in your life right mm. now, whether you like it or not, is meant for you. Mm. There's nothing that's happening. There's no the, where you are, the situation you're in. Everything is is right for you in this moment, mm-hmm. right? Whether as as even if you're going through some form of cancer or this that, and the other, and you're going through a journey of fighting that, and you fight it and come back off the other side, there is a reason you're going through that adversity mm. in that moment. You know, you might have you, your body might be showing uh, a, a cancer in the body because it need what it's trying to show you that you need to slow down, and then it, and then you bite the cancer, you beat the cancer, and then all of a sudden you're on stage doing what you're most passionate yeah, about. Bro. Right? There is a reason that you you that, that you that you feel like you're being fucked over in this moment. There is a reason that's happening, and you have mm. to be fully present with with the fact that where you are right now is the only place you're going to be right now because you are here right now. Right? And and yeah, that's it. And it's that perspective shift, man, and it's so powerful. It's life isn't happening to me. It's happening for me. And it just, exactly like what you're saying, it might not always be what you expected or the way you thought your day or your week would go, but there's a reason it's happening. And in, it, might not, it might show itself tomorrow, next week, or it might not manifest for a year, 
but always like how many times to have a bad thing happened bad at the time or an opportunity you lost and then six months later you get this way better opportunity that's so much more right for you and you realize fuck if i did that yeah i would have missed out and like at the time you're like why is this happening to me and then like it's all part of the process man it's all part of the journey it's it's like don't take on that victim mentality where things happen to you Mm. because as soon as you take on uh the the this mentality where life's happening to you and 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 it's you know it's a bad thing it you discourage and push away the opportunities and because you're yeah because I, I believe in energy bro yeah and there's an energy about me hopefully and there's an energy about you and when when i meet you we gravitate and we're just in this mm. fucking we're in this engulfed conversation about all these fucking hype things that we're doing bro, you forget life, everything right? outside these four walls bro you, you, for, you forget everything and we're, um, um, we're both like fully present mm. and fucking it's exciting and, and we're, mm. we're, but it's all good right yeah more people should focus on that because mm. that's you know I could I be sat here thinking about the fact that I've not seen my family in three years mm. and being all depressive about it and all that yeah it when I'm meant to see them, when mm. it's meant to align, when it's meant to happen, it will mm. happen. But in this moment, I'm meant to be in Australia. I'm meant to be podcasting. Yeah. I'm, meant to be, I'm meant to be. I'm meant to be doing things at the high. I keep raising the bar. I keep doing mm. these things. And it's about knowing where, you, knowing where, you, knowing that where you are is where you're meant to be. And you just make the best of what you can make in that moment. And mm. and the the judgment can just fuck off. Yeah, and it's not always easy. And I'm fucking far from perfect, man. Because like I'll, I'll catch myself at sometimes. And I'll, and this is kind of, there's, there's part of the reason is because, you know, I, I don't, I haven't always felt like I'm truly working in my true purpose. So that's part of why it's niggling at me a little bit, but there's the same thing is like, I, sometimes there'll be so much going on. I have a couple of businesses I'm working on and all these projects I'm starting to ask and then all these relationships you have to manage with people and you're trying to help people and all this stuff. And then sometimes not that I ever feel, it doesn't quite get to the place where I feel sorry for myself, but then I've got to realize, bro, like pressure is privilege for me and like you don't always enjoy every part of it but it's just part of being who i am and what i got to do and like it's not always like again i'm like we're not sitting here as these two perfect people bro we're still on our own journey to getting to that place and it's just we're just trying you're just trying to be better but but i think one one thing you said there that kind of that kind of really fucking hit me was the fact of like you can all the all the all this we put so much pressure on ourselves, bro, right? Big time. So much pressure. And what we've got to understand is Happy Skin Co. Mm. is a vehicle at, that's facil- that's going to facilitate your next stage in your life. Mm-hmm. Contentremoval.com is a vehicle that will facilitate me and growing some parts of my life. Mm-hmm. They're just vehicles. Exactly. They're not the end goals. They're not. But sometimes we can resent the vehicles that we're in. But but we're lucky to we, we built the vehicle to get us out of the situation in the mm. first place. Yeah, bro. If you remember back, and I remember back, I turned up in this country with six thousand dollars and a bag of clothes, right? Mm. Yeah, and I've been broke twice in this country in the early days, really fucking badly, mm. smacked in the mouth. Mm. But those experiences that I thought were the most negative experiences in the world. Gave me instilled the fundamental grit to get up when you're knocked down and mm-hmm. start keep going. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And even though I cried in the both times yeah. I was broke, I cried my eyes out yeah. because I had to go to my mum for a thousand dollars one time because I was fucked. Mm. Right. Mm. But what I'm saying is like in that moment, 
and I didn't think this in that moment. I don't ever claim to think it. Mm. But I went through a bad time and I thought, and I thought the world was against me. I would have got through that bad time a lot quicker if I'd understood that this was happening for me, not mm. to me. Because I wouldn't be where I am right now and I wouldn't have even set up contentremoval.com and I wouldn't have even got to where I got to in sales and all this mm-hmm. other stuff. And blah, 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 blah. I got sacked from my first sales job. I got sacked, mm-hmm. right? I didn't think I was good enough on the phone. <laughs> the reason why I wasn't good enough on the, on, the, on the phone at that job was because I was following a sales script and I can't follow scripts. That's why I don't do question and answer podcasts. I do conversations. I don't do question and answer. I can't fucking do it. It's, imp- it's impossible for me because I, like I like to connect with people, right? If I'd connected with people in that first BDM job I'd had, mm. I would have sold shitloads of stuff. Mm. But they wanted me to read from a script mm. and I can't do it. It's mm. unnatural. Yeah. I'll go to the next sales job after I get sacked. I go, I, I go and become the highest selling salesman inside three months. I outsell four or five other salesmen yeah. combined, right? What's the difference? The difference is I'm not using the fucking script. Yeah, I'm, just, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking how I want to talk. Mm. I'm, I'm, I believe in what, yeah, yeah, I believe yeah. in what I'm doing. The lessons that I picked up along the way, if I'd thought my life was over, which I did, mm. when I got sacked the first mm, time, mm. it would have, it would have, it would have like, you know, it, it just made it so much harder. Mm. But you got to, that happened for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I wouldn't be here now if it hadn't have happened for me. There's so many things mm. in your life, Dylan, that have happened that perhaps could have been deemed as a negative. Yeah. But when you, but in essence, what you're getting mm. is the world is serving you and not, this this vehicle's to help you to get to here. Then this vehicle gets you to here, mm. and then this vehicle gets you here. There's not one vehicle. Mm. Very rarely does one vehicle take you from fucking there to there in all parts of your life and journey. And, and what's the thing you got to realize as well? And it's not always okay. You missed out on this opportunity because it gave you this. And it's not always a mon- monetary payoff. But sometimes these negative things happen to you because if they didn't, you're going to end up being an asshole. Sometimes these things need to happen to you so you reflect and realize, whoa, okay. Maybe it's a change within me that's necessary rather than always, you know, looking for the next, or like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's not it's always, always a change within you. Exactly. That's what I need people to understand. Mm. It's always a change within you. Mm. It's never, ever, ever the external environment's issue. No. Right? Mm. If you're getting taught a hard lesson, it's because you, you're attracting that because mm. you've got a shadow to answer in your life. Mm. Fact. Mm. You can sit on your, you can get on your high horse and think that you're being punished and the world's being ki- unkind to you and this and the other, but it's not. It's just giving you, a, it's allowing you to reflect upon yourself of where you need to grow. Mm. And that's a beautiful thing. Mm. But we don't see it as beauty when we see it, when it's, when it seems painful, but all painful things come round and they and, and and you know invariably come round and show you something even more beautiful than what you had before and that's the thing growth as much as we enjoy it and a lot of it is these positive experiences and changes but growth isn't always these beautiful rosy moments sometimes they're low moments or big fuck-ups or these negative things that can happen to you but then like once you get through it you realize wow i'm grateful that that happened to me and one thing I'm conscious of with having these conversations, people can be watching me like, look at, the, look at these two guys, like, yeah, sitting there with money in the bank telling people to do what they want. But like, what I would do if I was starting again and like, people need to work, bro. They need to, you know, pay rent, pay for food, put a roof over their head, feed their family, whatever. What I would do if I was starting again, if I want to start on this, this, this path, right, towards like working and living in fulfillment, living in alignment, yeah, yeah, is just yeah, yeah. go back, okay, you got to work your nine to five, you might have a family, Let's just say, okay, you, nine to five, you work maybe longer, but let's just say, for sake, you have a, even if you have a, a family, okay, from five to seven with the family, if you can just cut out one to two hours a night 
and then, you know, four hours each day on a weekend or take a whole day off or on the weekend and spend it with your family and have those four hours. Just start start by trying to, like, remove all these, just strip it back to, what like, that, that list you were talking about. Who am I now? Where do I want to be? And you might not know, I want to start an e-commerce business. I want to be an actor. I want to be a <coughs> podcaster. But just yeah. write a list of the things that you think might interest you and make you happier than what you're doing. And then you can start to, okay, you might have 10, 15, 20 things on the list. Circle the top three things that, that you think are most likely to lead you down a path of fulfillment and to try them one at a time. And don't quit your job and say, I'm going all in on this and then yeah, yeah, everything, yeah, I lose yeah, everything. Yeah. Just start, get a taste of it. See if it's, if it's a business or a change of career. Get it to the point where it's earning you a bit of money before you make that leap. But just get to that point. Be so honest with yourself. It needs to cover, it needs to cover your minimum needed. Exactly, yeah. Your minimum needed weekly before you, before you jump it. Because there's so many out... I get so many DMs about, oh, Frankie, I want to start a dropship store. Oh, Frankie, mm. oh, you know, I've listened to your podcast with these e-com guys. I want to start a mm. brand. Uh, Lester, Lester said it the best. Mm. A lot of you guys that have success in e-com, mm. it really pops off for you mm. on one store and it's usually one of your first ones, mm. right? Mm. Fact. Mm-hmm. Some people are made for the e-com space. Mm. High Smile, first mm. one, popped off. Yeah. Lester, first one or two, popped off. Mm. Eli Dangerfield, mm. first one or two, popped off. Mm-hmm. You, first one, popped, popped off. off. If I look back, stacks popped off. Yep. Davy Fogarty popped off. What I'm saying is, these people that achieve what you want to achieve in e-com and inspire you, mm. they found that e-com was the right thing for them. Mm. They went in on it, they tried it, and it popped off. You might try e-com, and it might not pop, might not pop off. It doesn't mm. mean that there's something out there that's not going to pop off for you. Yeah. But don't just assume that mm. everyone has to have this e-com store. Because I think that a lot of people, especially a lot of people who listen to this podcast, want this e-commerce mm. business. I've made good money in life from mm. service business, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And I've and you know I haven't I've had an e-com brand, a little one. Yeah. Grew it, shut it down. Only a few months. Drop shipping. Mm. Pain in my ass. Mm-hmm. Absolute fucking pain in my ass, mm-hmm. right? When it's right, and it, I'll set up an e-com store again and, and it'll pop off and I'll learn something. But but for your first, when when people are out there mm. first testing things, like mm. Dylan, I don't know whether you agree with this or not, it's mm. like, try the e-com, mm. but if it doesn't pop off in your first two or three mm. stores, maybe pivot and try something yeah. else. Maybe try and be like the TikTok ad guy or maybe mm. try and be the, the fucking YouTube ad guy or maybe mm. try and you know grow something else mm. i don't know but don't but don't get caught up in just just having to be ecom because i think a lot of people get caught up in it having to be ecom but a lot of you guys that are successful in it like i say have massively popped mm. off from the skills that you've learned doing mm. other things and fuck because exactly how many th- this is what people mm. want people to understand about you mm. you've probably fucked up a lot of other things mm. um per- mm. Perception, perception fucked up, yep, but yeah, actually yeah. it was all part of your journey. Mm-hmm. You might have launched a Facebook ads mm-hmm. company mm-hmm. and it flopped, but, mm-hmm. you, but the Facebook ads then you implement into your drop, yeah, your yeah, e-commerce yeah. brand mm-hmm. pop off, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. It's like, don't just assume that there's, the, there's going to be skills that you learn when you start this journey mm-hmm. from this e-com store. Whether you, whether you perceive yourself yeah. successful or not, there's skills you learn within it. 
Oh, bro, and I was thinking this the other day, not even about e-com. I still believe, um, like for me, e-com is one of the best vehicles to change your life because of the low barrier to entry. There are other ways. Any sort of service business, yep. whether it's yep. running Facebook ads, graphic design, whatever it may be. But I was actually thinking this the other day, bro, everyone is in sales. Bro, having that sales experience and just understanding the process of sales, it's like, I fucking hated it, man. But it's come back to benefit me so many times, whether it be how to write an email that's going to get someone to bite back and give you attention or, you know. Me and you, yeah. before we had any success online, mm. selling services or selling products, mm-hmm. what do we both do? Fucking sales. Sales. Everyone who listens to this podcast before they start a business mm. should go and learn sales. Mm-hmm and or marketing at some form of level yeah. and copywriting. When I think back to my journey mm. and I look back at yours, mm. there's so much copywriting in that. There's so much, you know, learn how to build a Shopify store. There's marketing, there's sales, mm. there's knowing how to communicate with people. Mm. There's doing brand deals. Mm. There's communicating with people so that you can do influencer deals. They're sending product. Yep. Do you know what I mean? All this, all this stuff that, that you just pick up and learn on the job. Mm. But they're all skills that then you, you package together at some point and then you get a little bit of a hit. Mm. And that's when the piece of, a, a chunk, chunks of cash start coming. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it doesn't happen in the first thing that you taste. Yeah, not, it doesn't always, man. And then going back to acting as well, the technique that I used in acting was called Meisner technique. Right. And that's come back to benefit me in many aspects of life because in just conversations with dating, with, 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 with girls, with having like these podcasts or, or speaking on stage, because what the essence of that acting technique is, what we would do is we'd, we'd have to act out a scene with not using a script, with only using what like behavior. So I'd say, you know, you're, you're, you're angry. You're angry. I'm angry. So we have to learn to communicate without saying words and to do that you have to be so in tune with the other person's emotions and feelings and being able to understand where they're energetically going and what they're feeling not based on their words but off their energy that could seem like a wasted skill but do you know how useful that is in life in so many situations yeah just that awareness and that connect being able to be present and connect because if you're trying to act and do that where there's no script you just have to work off the other person's behavior you can't be anywhere other than right in that moment with them or it's going to be shit and isn't that all about mm. what being human is all about? It's all a communication, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the most important skill. And it, that, and you just hit the nail on the head. Mm. Before you go starting anything, in the the biggest investment you can make is into your communication skills. Big time. Because that helps you negotiate a deal with a Facebook ad guy that you're going to need. Mm. It helps you negotiate a deal with a YouTube guy. It helps you negotiate a deal with suppliers. It helps you mm. negotiate all these things. It helps you to sell things mm-hmm. to support this e-commerce brand that you're starting. It helps mm. you to go and sell things over here for someone else mm-hmm. while you're supporting your dream. Mm. The most important thing is communication and yeah. sales that people learn first. Because when you learn communication and sales, even if, you, even if the only job I believe that mm. people should have on the planet is sales. Mm. Like the only job I'd advise people to do is sales mm. because you learn so much about yourself oh, and, you yeah. le- and you learn so much about others mm. and you learn how to learn when to talk and when to shut the fuck up mm. in, a, in, in a sales environment. And I've done multi-six figure deals, mm. sat in front of someone and if I'd spoken before they spoke, I wouldn't have done the deal. Mm. And it's knowing and being comfortable to sit there, even if you have to sit there for two or three minutes in silence 
and let them speak yeah. and let them commit themselves to this deal. Yeah. That is what has to happen. Mm. Right. And it's knowing that and having the conviction to back that fucking feeling. Yeah. That you learn that in sales and the resilience as well that you get from it. And you, you probably would notice this when you started to build out a bit of a team and that's what you mean. Like this, whatever business you get in, there's going to be challenges. But one thing I wish, um, not a lot, not enough people, not, not everyone's going to get this experience, but I wish everyone either had a taste of what it's like to be in sales or to run a business because people think, oh, you're doing X amount, fucking hundred thousand dollars a day, whatever, whatever yeah, it may yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so easy. Like you're so, you have all this, but like staff, some, some people like, especially the younger generation coming through the early twenties, like there's, there's a lot of like, uh, like self righteousness, and they expect everything just to realize. Okay, I'm I'm gonna do my best I can to make everyone happy and give everyone the environment that they need to succeed. But just to peel back and get a little bit of context onto what goes on behind the door and how hard it can be to run a business or to be in sales stops the resentment as well. Big time, man. How many people are working for people that they resent because they <sighs> because they feel like you know, oh, why has this guy got all this success and I've got nothing? Mm. Why is this good? But it's not as simple as that. No, it's bro. not as simple as that. Mm. You know, there's a lot of moving parts that go into this, right? But let me tell you, right? Mm. The best deals that I've done in business, right? The highest, most profitable deals that I've done, mm. all done with the mind. Mm. All done with the mind. The limitations on price come in your mind when you're yeah. quoting a deal. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. There's, there's, there's. Low self value will, will 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 help will create a low self low a low mm. deal in your life. Mm. Like there's there's people that sell ten thousand dollar deals that if you be, have the self belief and and the, and the fucking and and you believe in what you do, you could sell mm. for a hundred. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it all comes down to that mindset of knowing you are serving this person in, mm. from a service-based business mm-hmm, point mm-hmm, of view. Mm-hmm. You are serving this person at a high level. You are solving a massive problem mm. in their life. You are solving something that's painful and you can mm. sell it for this much money because to th- because it is worth, that's the 10% of the value that you believe it's worth to them in the world. Yeah, and, and price is, a, and like that's why we, we, we weren't keen to go on Amazon and things like that because you're competing on price. And here's just one thing. I know it's, this is even to show in, in a product-based business, the same thing, bro. I was looking at, we had a, a, my mate actually, my best mate started working with me six months ago or something. And we were looking back at some of our old spreadsheets to do some training with him. And we set, found our old competitor list um, from yeah. two years ago. There was 108 people, 108 businesses, competitors in, in the at-home IPL space on this list. Um, all of them were between 25 to 75% cheaper than us because they, you know, Whatever, I, nothing against dropshipping. I do believe that can be a success. But they get the cheapest products, the cheapest prices, yep. blah, 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 all that. From that 108 people two, uh, two years ago, how many do you think are still in business? One or two. Two. Yeah. I knew Plus that. us, we're three. Yeah. Because, because, and it's all about long term. It's all about the approach. Mm. There's people, you, you should, you should if, if, if this is you, stop it today. But don't play short-term games with short-term people. Only mm. play long-term games with long-term people. Take the Warren Buffett approach, but apply it to every area of your life. Yeah, yeah. Play the long-term games with long-term people because that's going to be the most fruitful to you. Yeah, yeah. If you're, I mean, I, like I say, we've had a lot of successful dropshippers mm. on this podcast, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't start a dropshipping brand. Mm. I would only start a brand. Yeah. I would only personally start a brand. It's harder. It's harder. It's harder. It takes more capital. Mm-hmm. But for me on a personal level, it sits better with me. Mm-hmm. 
because it's a long-term game. Mm-hmm. It's something that's a saleable asset that yep. I can grow and I can transfer it. With the, with the, with the dropshipping model, with what you're saying, your 106 competitors that went out of business mm. were all dropshipping stores. Some of them were sold to mm-hmm. other people and they made cash on the exit and they made cash while they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Some of them just collapsed, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But regardless of both, the multiple that you'll get for your mm. brand yeah. compared to mm. the dropshipping business that was turned over the same amount of money in the months or month yeah, or yeah, month yeah, or yeah, month yeah. before they failed mm. is the difference between worth being worth a multiple of like 500k to being worth 10 million yeah right and that's why you should build a brand i'm with you on that 100 percent um because there's just no longevity but there's one time in which i will disagree with you in a way i would drop ship if it was a product that i could build capital and then turn it into a brand like some people that drop ship these little fads that are going to be around for two or three months that's great if you can Look, you've got to be really good if you're going to drop ship like that because you've got to know exactly when to pivot. I've made 10 grand, 20 grand, 30 grand profit and get out because if you don't, you're going to lose your money straight away. But if you could find a product, and I like being early in the space. Obviously, we were the first one to build a brand around um, at-home IPL. High Smile would have been the first, like one of the first for teeth whining. Yeah. I really like being early. But if you can build a, uh, build a, biz- like a, a brand in a space that the product is available for drop shipping, which means it's not brand new, it, it has been around... But if you, if you have a plan of how you can innovate that and continue to develop that longer term, then I do believe in dropshipping because not everyone has the luxury to save five grand, 10 grand, 15 yeah. grand that it costs. I, I agree with you. I believe mm. I, w- I wasn't saying it like that. I believe in the dropshipping element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with the longevity term of oh, like... for if sure. It, so what I'm saying is I believe in dropshipping for the first three or four months mm, to mm. see if the product is viable yeah, because yeah, you want to yeah. try it on, as a minimum viable product. I believe yeah, yeah, in yeah. that. But with the foresight to understand, you can flip it into a brand yeah. when you need to flip it into a brand yeah, and yeah, understand yeah. that to turn it into a brand. Mm. And it's like, you know, and that's kind of the the, the route that, that Lester's going down with, with his mm. stuff now. Like he'll figure out which ones he wants to keep and he'll turn them into brands and he'll blow up from there and he'll do yeah. hundreds of millions in, yeah, in yeah, revenue yeah. on the back of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a lot of people are just thinking about they a lot of people are in jobs that they hate right now mm-hmm. they're sat listening to this podcast and they're like they're in the they're in the job they're sat in the office and they're like I want more out of life and they're like I'll create a dropshipping brand and all all they're thinking is I want to replace this 50 grand that I earn exactly. at work right yeah. and that is a fucked mentality to have mm. when starting out in dropshipping because it's you're gonna create a churn and burn brand you're gonna put lots of time in you'll have minimal success and you'll fucking hate it, and you'll have people do chargebacks, and it'll all, it'll all, you'll just attract all the wrong kind of shit. For sure, bro. But the thing is, it's that's a fact of life, and you said it before. Like I'm going to say the, the 20 million because people are drawn to that shit. And the thing is, all these people that I've got nothing against people that sell mentorships or courses. I think it can it really can help change your life. But a lot of them, not not every every <coughs> single one, but some people, and these are like 21 year old kids sometimes, yeah, 20 year old yeah, yeah, kids yeah. being mentors and On life TikTok, coaches and yeah. shit. And like the things that they always brag about is quick money, quick money, quick money. It's not realistic, man. And it's not going to bring you fulfillment. So it's like, it's hard. How do you reach through and connect with that mass amount of people when so many people, particularly the younger guys, 16 to like 24, are just interested in that cash? But it's like, how do you get through? Cash is good, but you need to understand there has to be a substance or otherwise you'll run out of energy on the... the, the, You'll struggle to generate the cash without that. You can get lucky and hit right product, right time, but as a consistent strategy, it's not going to work. Like you said, yeah, it's going to burn out, bro. Yeah, like like 
you and Davey Fogarty, mm-hmm. you do you you, mm-hmm. you build brands, right? Mm-hmm. You know, Leicester, Leicester, Abdullah, Eli mm-hmm. built dropshipping brands. Mm-hmm. Both successful, incredibly, diff- yeah, 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 all successful in your own rights. All took a different approach, mm-hmm. right? But I want people to understand. Mm. You're five fucking unicorns mm. in a whole sea of... It, it can be recreated. It, it can. fucking can. Mm-hmm. 100%, no doubt. But f- before you get to the point where you decide to start mm. an econ brand, you need to understand yourself. Yeah. Right? right. Mm-hmm. And this is what I need people to get in this podcast because mm. there's been a lot, we've done a lot of econ mm. podcasts, but this is something I want to hammer home mm. in this one. It's like, understand who you are and then and, and what you want and what you need in life. And then... And something, something that there's no point. A lot, of, a lot of lads like you have set yeah. up stuff in the female space, but some mm. of them don't enjoy the female space. Mm. So, so if some, if you, if if sometimes you should set up a product that you actually enjoy. Oh, for, for sure. Do, do, do you know what I mean? Or you mm. can actually get on board with, it or mm. you can actually see longevity. And mm. it's just like there's lots of things that nuances. Yeah. That I want to get it out. Wanted to get out in this podcast because I want the nuances to be shown now. Right. Like just, just really, really lean into those understanding all those nuances before you go pursuing it and you'll have more success bro and people sometimes they roll my eyes at me i'll um i'll go on an e-commerce this isn't e-com but i'll go on an e-commerce podcast and i'll ask some questions and like i'll always turn it into more than 50 percent mindset because it's the person behind the brand and particularly if you're going to back yourself you need to make these changes in yourself make these changes in the way you approach life and you back yourself and you approach new challenges and situations because i can give you five to ten tips of what i did that increased profitability or or turnover of my business but without the foundation you're really going to struggle to be successful and people don't want to hear it man but that's i try and I, i try and like i put up a couple months ago Two months ago, I put on my, my, my page and I understand my followers mainly have come from doing speaking out events and it's about business and e-commerce. So I don't hold it against anyone, but I said, do you want me to share more uh, e-commerce content or more like mindset and personal growth content? And it was like 67% e-commerce and I thought, like, that, that's, that's where you're going wrong. That's where you're going, that's where you're going wrong. And that's why when I have people like you mm. on the podcast, mm. I don't spend the fucking time talking about your Facebook ads. Like how and, do you set up your ad account and, and face, not, Facebook yeah. ads and get in a row ass and all this bullshit that people get trapped up in in e-commerce podcasts and about how you're doing this multiple. And all this, <laughs> it's all crap, mate. Because yeah. the, because because that's why I asked, mm. one of the questions I asked when I spoke mm. to High Smile mm. was about their relationships with their girlfriends and, 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 and how mm. they've helped them ground themselves to be able to achieve what they've been able yeah. to achieve, right? Questions that other people ain't going to ask because, yeah. that's, because that's what I need you to understand. It's like, the essence of everything that you achieve in life comes mm. from who you believe you are and how you yeah. feel inside and how you feel internally and how you turn up and, and, and everything and all that abundance mm. mindset that you have. And it's when people like yourself come on here and drop this knowledge yeah. and it's like, yeah, we can talk about fucking ROAS and we can talk about TikTok ads but that's not going to help you mm. because that's tactics and tactics don't take you where you need to go. And don't get me wrong, I will talk to you about that. But if you don't hear things like this first, they're going to fail you and you're going to say, this guy doesn't know shit what he's talking about because it didn't work for me and I tried it. But underneath that, so many other elements weren't there first. And I think you just need to take the time. And like, if, if you're one of the people listening and you're like, no, nah, I just want to know how to make money. If realistically you do a podcast if you get one or two people that genuinely change their life out of that you're doing really well so many people i'll do an event people read books how many people read the best books in the world and actually implement in their life it's a very small percentage if you can be 
one, the one or the two people, it might be 10. Look, I'd love it to be so many more, but just realistically, it's such a small amount of people hear things and implement it. If you can understand that, may think, maybe am I one of the people that are trying to get to the money first and think the quick success e-com dropshipping make the most amount of money without building a solid foundation of yourself first? If you can change that and realize it, it might not make you richer next month, but in two years, three years, four years, I guarantee you'll be in a better spot in your life. Yeah, 100%. And there's plenty of videos out there on YouTube freely available from people in the trenches mm. like how do I run e-com? How do I run TikTok ads to my mm-hmm. dropshipping store? How do I run? How do I set up a Facebook ad account? That stuff that people, that those tools are widely available to the marketplace at scale from loads of creators. Mm-hmm. But what's not widely available mm-hmm. is getting inside the minds of the people that are building these brands mm-hmm. and understanding how they fucking think and how they action themselves mm-hmm. to get to where they get to. Yeah, and that is what's missed, and that that is the most crucial piece of information mm. to this because all the tactics are abundantly available. Mm-hmm. The mindset is not abundantly available. And yeah. it's the mindset is the most important thing that's going to take you fucking forward. And what, one of your favorite podcasts that I listen to, obviously because I really, like, I, I love Don and Till and I admire their journey. But one of the things that I, I really love listening to, to your podcast with Don, because their, their process with stacks wasn't like us or high smile where they turned it on and three months later, they fucking made a million dollars. You just have to see what went on underneath behind yeah, that. The person yeah, he had yeah. to become. Yeah. And now the success and all the fruits of the labor have come years later. Not yeah. even one, two years, three, four yeah, years yeah, down yeah, the track. Yeah, so yeah. it's just patience as well. And you said something, and I want to get your thoughts. Like, I want to change the way people think. People who say, I think I'm going to be successful. And then what people say is, no, no, I believe I'm going to be successful. But I don't even really like the word believe. Because if I say believe, there's still that 10% airy-fairy bullshit. Like, oh, yeah, I believe it. Like how I was when I was acting. I thought I could learn my dream role, but there was that little voice in my head that thought, nah, who am I for my dreams yeah, to come true? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's get to the point of, I know this is what's going to happen. Yes. I, like the knowing is different to believing. That's why, I, that's why I talk into this all the time. It's like self-belief and confidence. I believe mm. there's a massive difference. I know you don't like the word believe, but I, I, I believe self-belief is an, in, is an inherent oh. felt emotion yeah, yeah, yeah. that's deeply ingrained within you that you just, when you say, uh, when you self-believe and you can fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking believe. Like, I believe this podcast mm. is going to be a, 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 a fucking mm. massive. Yeah, you believe it, but I know talking to you and, and speaking to you, but I know inside of you, you know it as well. You, yeah, you, I, I, I don't know say, I, yeah. I, I say I believe, but you know what yeah, you're doing because you know, like, you know self-belief yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Confid- yeah confidently yeah. anybody can mm. say oh, i'm going to set up a podcast and it's going to be the best in the world confidently anybody can say that but i believe i'm going to have one of the top podcasts yeah i fucking believe it in my heart yeah, yeah, right yeah. in my soul it fucking ingrained in yeah, me yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. why i put so much fucking i put so much love into this thing mm. like love and, and, and energy and and I, I i i don't just i don't just book guests mm. just because they've got clout or some shit mm. like that. I book people who I want to have a conversation mm. with mm. who I want to converse with who I think can bring people value right and that, and that, that, that that's the difference between self-belief and confidence in my opinion well I want to ask you because um, like it's, it's part of my journey figuring it all out so I can understand it then give it to other people and I know there's a lot I had naturally and I've been growing it in, in the last five years, but do you think, two, two questions, do you think that this natural, like you had this belief naturally? And second part to the question is like, if it was or whether it was or it wasn't, what have you done? What are some of the techniques or practices or but, shifts you've had that have helped you? But what instilled my self-belief mm. was my dad mm-hmm. and 
and being around boxing. Yes. So here's what here's what instilled here's where I learnt self belief. I'll tell you exactly where I learnt it. Mm. I was I c one of the best box one world amateur number one, Michael Maguire, was in my gym. Mm-hmm. Right, he trained at my gym. He had been to prison for for hitting someone, mm-hmm. right? But he was world amateur number one before he went to prison. Dec- most one of the most decorated amateurs to ever come out of the UK. I'd been training my ass off. I'd sparred him a number of times, right? I was pretty useful to some degree, but he was a fucking world level thing. Mm. But picture the scene. I'm useful. I'd been sparring at Stanford ABC. I'd been out. I'd been sparring some good good people, and I was a victim, whatever, whatever. He comes out of prison. He comes to the gym. He's fat. He's overweight. He's meant to be about nine stone, eight mm. and a half stone, nine stone. He's probably weighing in about 11 stone. I'm 10 stone. I'm in fucking shape. Mm. I'm a bigger frame. I've got quite good hand speed. I can handle myself in certain respect. We spar, mm-hmm. right? I'm confident at this point. This kid had an inherent, ingrained self-belief and it didn't matter whether he was 11 stone or 16 stone that day. Mm. He danced round me like I wasn't even fucking there, right? <laughs> yeah. And in that moment, I learned something about myself. I learned there's a fucking difference between the 1% and the 0.0.0.0.0.0.0.1% skill in your mm. life, right? And that 0.0.0.0.0.1% is self-belief. It's inherent self-belief. Mm-hmm. And that starts within. Mm-hmm. And you cannot, the only way that you create it is by by learning and leaning in to what your naught 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 one percent skill is, and my naught 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 percent one percent skill is communication and talking and and elevating the consciousness of the world mm. and 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 doing this kind of podcast and mm. being this in in this environment. That's my naught point one percent skill, and it's about finding that and leaning into that. And that's what that's where I learnt self belief. Mm. And it, and it, when I was sat on the side of the canvas. I knew on that day that boxing wasn't for me because because I knew I knew boxing wasn't for me because I just didn't have it at the nth degree, mm. right? And I also knew that inherently you 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 need to gain that self belief mm. so that you can then transform through it mm. and, and go to that and go towards what your 0.1% skill is. There's so many people out there that want to set up a brand, that want to set up a TikTok account, that want to set up this, that want, that want to set up a podcast, that want to set up this, they want to set up that. They've never they've never ascertained what they do best first. Mm. Every one of you that listens to this podcast has does something better than anybody else around you can do, mm. right? And it's just about figuring out how to use that and to apply it to the right thing, and then that's where you'll start to have you'll gain that self belief then because now you're applying your God given skills mm. with your self belief, and then you put it together and you've got something. And that's what gives you, that's what, that's what, get, then the reason I've got so much self-belief now in this is because I know I was born to do yeah, this, right? Yeah. I know what I was put here for yeah. because I knew when I was in that boxing ring that I wasn't there for that. Mm. I wasn't good enough for that. Mm-hmm. That's not me. I wasn't, I'm not even a violent guy. I'm not, I don't even like fighting. Yeah. I was only doing, and I was only around the boxing environment to prove a point to my mum to seek love and to seek attention. Mm. 
and aka why was I doing why was I around boxing I was around boxing because there was a shadow in my life which caused me pain and the boxing was to try and get was, was to try and get some form of love and attention from my mum mm. and you've I, identified that and I've identified that's that that's the that's the, the challenge for a lot of people to be able to step back and realise hey maybe the reason I was acting out and doing all these things wasn't because hey I was just pissed off at this guy there's something deeper than that and there's something I want to comment on that you just made, and, and I love, but it's such a cliche. It's another cliche, but it's so true. And, and I, I thought I understood it five years ago, but, but today I, I can sit in and I tell you, I truly understand the saying, being you is your superpower. This, the, the, if I, if you, I could have summarized, if mm-hmm. I could have just summarized what I just fucking said mm-hmm. in, in a sentence, that is what I'm trying to say. Yep. That is exactly what I'm trying to say. Being you is a superpower. So learn who the fuck you mm. are. And I learned in that moment that that was not me. Mm-hmm. And people ask for productivity hacks or how to get better. Like, I'll tell you, if you are truly working in your purpose, you will never need another productivity hack in your life. You will wake up every day with so much clarity and energy and passion and purpose that you will be bringing energy to what you were doing, but not only to what you were doing, to the people around you and then the world. If you can figure out what that thing is for you and double and triple down on it, not only will you be infinitely happier, but you were going to lift up the people around you. It's just that challenges. How do I figure out what, what that is? But, oh, bro, it's a beautiful feeling and it's so powerful. Yeah, pro- 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 product- productivity is for people that are stuck doing things, things that they that don't, don't want to do. Bro. 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you need to be, if you need to, if you need anything to make yourself productive, if you need a hack, a tool, or anything else to make yourself productive, you're in the wrong fucking game, bro. For sure. Because how? Ask yourself this question: How can someone who makes zero money out this podcast at this point, mm. right, be still doing a podcast? And how much do you love it as well? Not just it doing fucking it. lights me yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking lights me up. There's, 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 I don't believe there's a podcast in this fucking country mm, mm. that loves it and that yeah, feels it yeah. and that wants it and that yeah. just wants to fucking do it as much as I do and that comes across bro and I feel like that's why more and more now I feel like because you've probably had more realizations in that and like the more you double down on yourself the more people are attracted to it bro because they see that raw enthusiasm and passion you felt it when you come through the door when you came through the door you you know you know Mm -hmm. you know Mm because I like like I say to most people it's like this is going to be the best podcast you've ever been (laughs) because I fucking know it because I believe I believe that that Mm. I don't believe that people are going to ask you the same fucking questions I'm going to I don't believe because it's a conversation it's a conversation question and answer podcasts are bullshit shit because you never get to the truth of who the human mm, is mm. right the com the art of the conversation where me and you're having this back and forth mm. you ask me something bing, bing, mm. we're playing tennis yeah, this yeah. is the art of, this is this is podcasting in its in its in its art form yeah and, and it isn't art mm. that's why i would all i want you guys to get from this is the fact of like find out what your art is to you mm. what and and if 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 you are if you want to be the fucking if you're a woman out there or a man out there who loves making cakes and loves ice and you know real nice ice cakes, I look at them. I'm like, fuck, that's art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It fucking is. Yeah, bro. Some people, mm. some people. I know people that are making millions cleaning exo- cleaning rare trainers, bro. Mm. Right? It's, it's art to them cleaning that fucking Nike and making it look pristine and A1 condition again mm. and getting it back from a fucking seven out of ten to a fucking ten out of ten shoe mm. so it can be resold and packaged. Fuck, that's that lights them up. It's so hard to, like, there's no one can tell you one word or one sentence that's going to make you figure out what it is for you. But one thing, and I actually have a tattoo on my leg here, the word ikigai. Do you, do you, have you heard of the concept of ikigai? Uh, no, it's like I the haven't. Japanese concept, um, essentially for purpose. And it's like, 
you take, you would have seen it, the, the circles in the middle. It's like you, you, if you get, if you can put what you're good at, what you enjoy doing, what the world yeah, needs, yeah. what you can and get. Then, and then in, in the, the middle, middle yeah. if you just start thinking about what are all, all these things for you and then you'll start to find one or two things that, hey, I can maybe bring all these things together and they're personal to you. They're not what can Frankie do or what can Dylan do? What can I do? What do I enjoy doing? What can I get paid for? Yeah. What am I good at? So if that's maybe the – there's a really good book, Ikigai. Read that. Explore the concept of Ikigai. And it can be a great first step. It might not be the, 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 the golden bullet that gives it, but it's going to set you on that path to start thinking about this in the right way to identify what is, the, what is it for me. Yeah, and there's also a great Japanese book on money as well. Mm. Um, and also The Courage to be Disliked is also a great Japanese book that's written about, mm. about it's a personal development book about accepting who, who you are and, and, and moving forward through that. So definitely read The Courage to be Disliked as yeah, well. Yeah, I actually just, um, I, I just bought that. I haven't read yeah, it yet. But yeah, bro, it's a sick book. Something but, as well that changed my life, reading. Like in school, bro, I used to fucking hate reading. Yeah, bro. yeah. Because, yeah. Only, no, you didn't. You only hated reading because they were making you, you read something you didn't yeah. want to read. Yeah, when yeah, you, yeah. Every, everybody loves reading. Mm. But the thing is, people aren't reading what they love. They're mm. reading what society wants them mm. to read. Mm. They're reading a textbook for university. Or yeah. they're, reading, they're reading a newspaper. Or or, just read what, read what you enjoy. Mm. And, then, and then reading becomes an enjoyment mm. for you. But even again, it just goes to sh- really goes to show how, how important finding that thing is for you, that spark that lights you up personally. I'm reading another really good book now. Um, have you heard of Stolen Focus, Johan Hari? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, yeah It's yeah, pretty good, man. I'm yeah. enjoying it. There's a lot of really eye-opening facts and, 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 and things. But yeah, I, it's a st- st- very st- statistical book. A lot of statistical yeah. book. And there are some things that you can do to help avoid um, like attention spans lacking. And, and But the thing is, but all this book, and, and I do really enjoy it, I rate it for sure, but I truly believe if you're working in, in that purpose, that passion for you, you don't need fucking, you're not going to yeah. want to be checking your phone every five minutes, replying it. Like if you're working in that, <coughs> yeah. all that stuff fades away. It's the challenge is getting there. Mate. Yeah. And, and that's why when, just being just being in these conversations, mate, and mm. how much it how much it lights me up being in these conversations mm. and being and being at the point in life where I can have these conversations at scale, yeah, yeah and man. then share them with the world. It's like I fucking buzz. I buzz my tits off. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I buzz my tits off with it, and and it fucking lights me up. But the one thing I I want to say, mate, before yeah. before we go, is and I ask a lot of you'll know I ask a lot of people this. Mm. So if you've got to check out the world tomorrow, you can't take none of your. 20 million brown movie you can't take nothing with you can't take none of this mm. we all go to dust mate at the end of the yeah. day we all go to dust but if there was like one pearl of wisdom in terms of a paragraph that you could you could pass on to the generations that come after you in terms of wisdom and you could summarize a statement up what would it be look bro I'll, I'll give it to you in one line and then I can expand but it's all you need your and I don't mean your as in general whoever's listening your dreams can come true you are no different to anyone else that's done it before. You are a human being on this planet. If you decide what you want, and particularly if it's aligned with your purpose, if you believe in yourself and you're determined to get there, your dreams can come true. It's not, it can't happen to me, it won't happen to me, what are the odds? I've done it. I've changed my life. But you need to it get clear happen. on it. Get clear on it. Get, just get clear on it, guys. And guys, I hope, I'd, I, well, I know there's a lot of value in this. I think you should, again, it's one of them ones where you have to listen to it twice to get to get the full essence of the value that me and hopefully Dylan have dropped today. And, and I mean, I fucking appreciate mm. you coming on here, man. Because honestly, like I say this, I say this every time I do a podcast, but it fucking lights me up. Yeah, bro. It just, it just, it just it makes me emotional just fucking yeah. thinking about it because it gives me that much fucking mm. purpose. But I just, guys, 
if you are getting value from these podcasts, which are which I fucking hope you are, do me a fucking favour. Drop me a message. Drop Dylan a message. Let us know what what you pulled out of it. What you got out of it. You know, share share this on social. Like I know that you might have shared five other podcasts or one other podcast before, but please, every episode that resonates with you, please share it with as many with your social media following. Help me grow this thing. It's the best people that listen to the podcast come from the other best people that listen to the mm-hmm. podcast and, and they keep mm-hmm. growing so like all of you that I value so much like can add more people to the train and all I'm asking for you to do is that every time a, a, you you get some value from this is just to share it with as many people whether you text it to your mate whether you chuck it in the whatsapp group whether you put it on social media just share it with as many people as possible and that's all I ask for the cost of entry of being here and listening to people mm-hmm. like Dylan drop knowledge like he's just dropped on here and mate Thank you so much Thanks for your brother. time, man. And I, I'll yeah. tell you one thing as well, bro, before we finish. I'm, uh, that's what me and my friends have had a lot of success. That's the best thing we do is we share these books and podcasts that change our life. So doing that, you think, oh, I'm just spamming people. You have the power to potentially shift someone's perspective and change their life. Yeah. And me, I'll tell you, um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Uh, well, I'm really busy. I have a lot of top podcasts. Let me tell you. I have very few that I have time to listen to, but since I came across you a couple of months ago, you are one of the very few that I listen to every week. And I don't bullshit. I don't say that lightly. 100% one of my favorite podcasts easily. So. No, I appreciate it, man. I mm. pre- and I appreciate you coming on, bro. And, sure, and, bro. and obviously sharing mm. the wisdom. Guys, like, subscribe, share it everywhere you can. And we're back next week with another banger. And fucking hell, I'm just, I'm yeah. just hyped to bring it to you. <laughs> Much love. Don't forget to subscribe to the Frankie Lee Podcast.